Guess what? I'm moving country again. I don't know. Maybe a year. Maybe more. Where's home? Home's everywhere. I'm an expat. Hello! Welcome to a new episode of Meet the Expats. Today I am with Birine, a French young woman who has been an expat for seven years now, is currently based in Chicago, and has spent a few years in Switzerland before taking the leap and moving across the pond. Hello, Perrine. How are you? Hello. I'm fine. Thank you. Good. Thank you for joining. I am happy to have you on this, uh, on this episode of Meet the Expats and excited to hear your, your story. Yeah. So seven years ago, you decided to leave France and go to Switzerland. Can you give us a little bit of context around this? Yeah. So seven years ago, I actually decided to change career and uh, to resume, resume my studies by starting uh, a PhD. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was working for a company and then I decided to uh, go back to the university and I decided that also it was uh, a right time for me to um, go abroad and have uh, an experience abroad, like a new uh, experience. At the same time, I wanted to stay in Europe and I wanted to stay close to uh, to Paris where I have my friends and family. And that's why actually Switzerland um, happened to be a very good option because it's, um, it's a different culture, it's a different way of life for sure, but it's also right. close to France. You can uh, easily access to Paris. You only have to take a train. It takes uh, three to four hours. So it, it, it was the right uh, choice for me at the time. Yeah, it, it is quite handy in terms of logistics. It's very close. Was this your first experience of living abroad? It was not my first experience of living abroad during my studies. In my business school, I had done an exchange in uh, Los Angeles. Okay. But yeah, so it was definitely the longest experience I had about it. All right. And so you say it's great, it's close, to, it's close to France, it's in Europe, but still there's a different culture and lifestyle. What did you find was different to France? I would say, first, in terms of uh, landscapes, <laughs> it's very different. Yes. And um, this is the first thing I really appreciated, like leaving Paris and uh, more specifically leaving uh, La Défense. To now leave, uh, live in the, in the mountains by a lake. So um, this is really when you live in Switzerland, you feel really close to nature. Yeah. And this part is different from Paris. I would not say it's different from everywhere in France, but definitely from Paris. Just for context, La Défense is the equivalent of the city in London. Uh, so it's just only offices, high-rise uh, high buildings in, in um, that area in Paris. So going to Switzerland indeed has this big shift with nature. Yeah, definitely. And also, I would say, also a different culture. 
even if I was in the French uh, part of Switzerland, which can seem uh, quite close to France because we have the same language and also we watch the same TV shows, the same TV, we listen to the same kind of music. I would say that the way of life in Switzerland is kind of different. It's, um, I would say, a more slow-paced type of life, more relaxed closer to the nature to the to sports activities closer to yeah to the mountain also and i would say the swiss way of life is also characterized by this addiction to sport so for instance if you decide to go to switzerland be prepared to talk about where your colleagues went skiing last weekend or in summer where they went uh, hiking so it's something that is really important in their culture and they really exercise a lot and practice a lot of outdoor sports <laughs> yeah definitely very sporty maybe the difference uh, seems subtle but um, i definitely can see a difference between the french and the swiss cultures yeah so which uh, which city were you living in in switzerland so first I lived in Lausanne, then after a year I moved to Geneva, and then I lived um, in the middle, <laughs> in between uh, Geneva <laughs> and Lausanne. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I know a lot about the Limon Lake <laughs> and the different places oh. uh, along the lake, yeah. A beautiful lake. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, wherever you go, actually, um, you have the opportunity to really enjoy the lake. There are many activities on the lake, so you can go paddling. Uh, definitely, uh, people do a lot of paddling, sailing on the lake. <laughs> so it's really wonderful. And I also recommend going on these boats to uh, cross the, the lake from, for instance, Avion to Lausanne or this kind of trip. Nice. So when when arriving in Switzerland did you did you find come across a lot of surprises or did you have expectations that were or weren't met? I wouldn't say that I had that I had bad surprises. Maybe the thing I did not expect and I did not really appreciate was that you will find among uh, Swiss people some who have, um, I would say, bad stereotypes about French people. <laughs> it may, yeah, it may take some time to prove them wrong. So you will feel that people think French people are really noisy, super clean, not super organized super arrogant people. So all these uh, cliché that you have to uh, fight against, I would say, this was the um, yeah the negative part uh, when I arrived in Switzerland and I discovered this. And what about the good surprises? <laughs> you see, so with time, you can um, definitely find friends in Switzerland. So you just need to take time and it's a culture where maybe at first uh, people will not be super welcoming or super close to you but then after some time you will be able to make friends definitely and 
I now have good friends in Sweden. And so you just need to be patient. And things I really liked also in Sweden is um, discovering the country. Actually, before arriving in Sweden, I had never visited as a tourist, never visited Switzerland. <laughs> so I really appreciated uh, not only the Lemon Lake, but also all the different lakes. Right. Uh, in the German part and Italian part, uh, you definitely have places that are wonderful. Also going hiking, you can find like amazing landscapes and uh, amazing places. So this was the part that I preferred in Switzerland. Even going to small cities like Neuchâtel or Zurich is the biggest city, but you have many cities that are really pretty and nice to visit. So in terms of tourism, actually, um, it's a really rich, rich country. Yeah. I, I think you sort of have the best of both worlds with the lakes, the mountains, but also these small towns with a lot of a lot of charm. Yeah, exactly. What also I liked in Switzerland is the fact that they have many festivals going on in summer. Oh, yeah. So it can be very different festivals. It can be music festival, different types of music. You can have also the comedy festival, the wine festivals. Um, so they like outdoor activities a lot. In, yeah. in summer, it's really... Um, Highly appreciated. <laughs> yeah, adding the culture, uh, culture piece to it. Yeah. Or fun, adding fun. <laughs> <laughs> adding fun, yes. Coming back to the social piece, you were saying uh, I was able to make to make friends, but it took it took some time. How did you build your your social life there? Was it only through your PhD or? I don't know, activities or maybe through your partner? I mainly um, took part in activities organized for PhD students. So it was not only uh, Swiss students, but definitely really inter and really international community. Right. So it was really great. At the same time, you know, PhD students come and go. <laughs> it means that they are, yes. they are only here for a couple of uh, years and then they, they leave so I would say that yeah it's great to have access to this international environment but at the same time it has a uh, drawback but if I compare yeah. to for instance uh, my husband who uh, had a job uh, in Geneva he was able to make friends really easily because uh, most of his um, colleagues were also French some German and okay. some some Swiss but a lot of French people actually uh, work in Geneva. And uh, here yeah. you will see that working in Geneva is much, much easier in terms of uh, creating a social network compared to Lausanne, for instance. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know there, there was such a, such a difference between the two cities. Is it because Geneva is just more dynamic and has more expats? Yeah, I would say Geneva... Even Swiss people will say that Geneva is not a Swiss city <laughs> because <Okay. laughs> there are so many expats that it's very different. Right. And so you moved with your your husband. You moved having the PhD. Was it difficult 
for him to follow and find a job? How, how did it sort of, how did this dynamic work? It's one thing leaving on your own. You're the only one taking the decision and the only one to find either a PhD, a university or a job. It's another thing moving uh, with, with your partner. Yeah, first I moved alone. So this is when I lived in, uh, in Lausanne first and I uh, commuted um, every week. I mean, we commuted uh, every week. So that's also the reason why I wanted to stay uh, close to Paris. And um, you can definitely go for a weekend in Paris. Yeah. This is convenient. And then uh, my uh, now husband and at that time boyfriend started looking for a job. And actually, it turned out to be really easy. Switzerland is in the situation where uh, the the unemployment rate is quite low. I'm talking before before the this crisis that yeah, we are before COVID crisis. Yeah, yeah, exactly facing. And he works in uh, digital marketing, which is an I would say a domain in which there are a lot of offers and opportunities uh, to be uh, hired. So it was not too hard for him to uh, to find a, a position, and uh, and then we moved to Geneva because his job was in Geneva. Yeah, you made it work. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, and so having stayed a few years both in uh, Lausanne and, and Geneva, which would be for you your your favorite city where you? the one where you enjoyed uh, staying the most? So between Geneva and uh, Lausanne? Yes. I would say I prefer Geneva because I'm more of a city person. Okay. And I feel that, I mean, Geneva is a bigger city um, with maybe more activities like more bars, restaurants, and um, theaters, and an opera, I mean, concerts going on mm. yeah I think if you really want to um, enjoy the lake and the landscapes it's maybe better to be in Lausanne um, you will be more in Switzerland and closer to um, Lavaux for instance which is the nicest region or area by the Lemon Lake the Lavaux okay. so um, I would say that maybe Lausanne is prettier but if you're more of a city person it's maybe Geneva may be better better yeah so a question of lifestyle choice mm-hmm. so in Geneva what would be your recommendations in terms of bar and restaurants and then a spot of your choice complete carte blanche uh, <laughs> open to anything so for the bar, uh, I would say that it's it's good in summer to go around the what they call Geneva Beach, which is a jeunesse plage, <laughs> and okay. so you have a swimming pool, but you also have nice bars. So there is a more relaxed bar which is called Tropical Corner, and here you will be able to uh, rent uh, paddle boards and go paddling easily. So it's nice. more it's on the beach. Uh, you have the seat on the sand. It's great. If you like more uh, fancier options, I would say that Les Voiles, which is really near also um, Genève Plage, Les Voiles is more a place where you 
where you will see a lot of uh, people working in banks <laughs> going uh, for afterworks or this kind of uh, atmosphere with uh, uh, music uh, and and so on and so forth. So I would recommend both depending on your style and what you feel like doing. Okay. For the restaurant, I really like Au Calme. So as you can uh, imagine, this is a quiet place, uh, really cozy. It's actually in Carouge. Carouge is a really uh, nice area in Geneva with uh, a lot of small houses that are painted in different colors. So a great okay. place. And Ocan is a restaurant where you have a private garden. So you can enjoy a brunch, for instance. In this garden, uh, the food is great. The the atmosphere is really cozy and uh, and nice. So I really like this place on weekends. What type of what type of food would they serve? So you have salad, basic uh, brunch uh, options. I would say. Okay. So your Sunday, your Sunday is all fans. Exactly. <laughs> um, for the carte blanche, I thought about so it's um. A bath, what they call bain. Okay. It's uh, close to the Lemon Lake. It's called Les Bains du Lavé. And if you're in Switzerland, uh, you definitely have to go. I mean, if you're in the French uh, part of Switzerland, you definitely have to go there. So bain, uh, so it's like small uh, pool. It's in the middle of the mountain. So it's, the view is amazing. Uh, you oh. can relax there, go with a friend. And uh, it's not super expensive compared to other things in Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> so I would definitely recommend Les Bains du Lavé. So is it a sort of spa? Yeah, yeah, it's a sort of spa. But you have uh, outdoor pools that are better than the indoor part, I would say. Yeah, with the view. Yeah, with the view. Okay, nice. So after Switzerland, you moved on to Chicago. Yeah. So how did how did this come up? So after graduating from the University of Lausanne and getting my uh, my PhD degree, it um, it occurred to me that it was a good option to apply for a postdoc fellowship, a grant, to go to the U.S. and um, to be able to continue my research a little bit before before becoming a professor, actually. Wow. So the U.S. is, yeah, the place where really research, at least in my domain, so in the management domain, research is really happening. And having the opportunity to uh, doing my research in a top U.S. school was really a big advantage for me and for my career. So this is how we we had this idea to go to the US and we thought also it would be a great experience <laughs> to be able to live in the US for a couple of years, not not too long because I don't think we want to stay away from friends and from the family uh, too long, but uh, for a couple of years, I think it's a, it's a really great experience. Yeah, definitely. And so you guys, both of you moved with your little girl. Yeah. <laughs> She was yeah. yeah. She was one and a half when we arrived. Wow. 
so one, you're moving continent, and two, you're moving with a young uh, child. Does this entail any extra research or more logistics that maybe me moving as a single young uh, active woman? There's definitely things I wouldn't think about that you uh, would have to take into account uh, for such a move and such an adaptation uh, on site. Yeah, I think it just needs requires a more a little bit more uh, organization than if you move alone. I would say that from what I observe, if you move alone, you just maybe will arrive in Chicago, rent a place for a couple of weeks, maybe on Airbnb, and then decide where you want to settle. Yeah, we had to make all these choices uh, from from Switzerland and beforehand mm. um, because we wanted our daughter to be able to go to school. So you need to plan it in advance a little bit. And also we wanted to, yeah, to have an apartment where we could uh, definitely settle, uh, settle down. Yeah, settle quickly. And so how do you do all this school research abroad? Did you have contacts with people there already there to be able to help and guide you? So a little bit of both. Uh, I would say that I asked my friends who knew a little bit of uh, about Chicago. So I asked them for advice, definitely. And also because my husband was moving to uh, another company, company unit, but staying in the same company. Oh, so, that's handy. Yeah. It helps a lot. That, that helped a lot. He was able to um, to have to get advice from his uh, new colleagues in Chicago, and also um, to get a contact from a real estate agent to help with the the visit for the apartment. Yeah. So it's a little bit of research. Yeah, the best is to use your network definitely to um, or to listen to this kind of podcast <laughs> uh, to get some. Um, <laughs> some advice before moving and I think in Chicago it's better if you still <laughs> if you're careful um, about where you you land because it's uh, also yeah, definitely yeah definitely uh, not safe everywhere so yeah I would definitely recommend asking for advice yeah and so how did the settling in go was it pretty smooth or yeah, it was really smooth. I would say that the the main part is to get your visa on time. Yeah. So, uh, but if you have the right documents and also being French uh, really helps. Really? Yeah, I mean, you know, the United States now, they have a policy where you don't necessarily <laughs> enter the U.S. so easily if you come from mm. certain countries. Yeah. So to be on the green list. Yeah, exactly. I, I would ask French, you feel that it's okay. Okay. And then I feel that everything is quite simple. So we were able to rent a place almost before we got our visas, thanks to the real estate. Wow. Yeah. And it seems that the the market is really flexible, so you can mm. uh, you will be able to find a place. Some people to, uh, like to move from a place to another 
quite easily. So they can do that, I think, in, in the United States. At least uh, in Chicago, from what I experienced, it seems that the market is quite flexible. Wow, that is good. What about culture and lifestyle in uh, in Chicago? Because that must be a bit of a a big change versus Switzerland. Yeah, it was definitely a big change. Even if actually here also we have a beautiful lake <laughs> and yeah. um, and beautiful summer with a lot of uh, outdoor activities. But I would say that. Uh, definitely life is much more intense uh, in Chicago than in Switzerland. Also much more multicultural, uh, I would say. Mm. It's a very multicultural uh, city, uh, Chicago. So mm. a lot of uh, different communities and um, different culture represented. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different. The landscape is different. You have... <laughs> Like big towers everywhere. I live in the city, so I live in the middle of uh, towers, which is yeah. quite different from Switzerland. But in terms of activities, it's also a place where you can definitely go enjoy activities on the lake, go sailing, uh, paddling, and uh, going to the beach. Um, and in winter, you will maybe more <laughs> do some kind of sledding <laughs> or um, yeah, cross country skiing or these kind of activities. So you're not that far from Switzerland, actually. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> so how how long have you lived now in uh, in Chicago? I've lived a little bit more than a year now. A bit more than a year. Yeah. Okay. So you're on a post. Uh, you're on the postdoc. Mm-hmm. Grant. Yeah. I'm a. Yeah. Do you do you feel there's a big difference of approach towards education in uh in the U.S. versus in um in Switzerland? I would say that the educational system in Europe are becoming more and more like the U.S. system. (laughs) (laughs) I see a big difference maybe between the French system that I experienced 10 or more years ago and uh, the U.S. system, which is more based on these big universities where you stay four years and then you have your first professional experience and then you go to a, a grad school to get an MBA or to get a PhD or to uh, uh, you go to a law school. So it's a different uh, system compared to uh, the French grand école and uh, prep schools and everything. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And so having a, a little girl in uh, in the United States, this is amazing just in terms of languages and do you feel that she is sort of soaking up a little bit of the American culture also? Yeah um, I think it's really great for kids uh, of that age so um, very young to be able to experience a very different culture and I like the American culture for this age because they are really encouraging 
you know, everything you do is awesome, is awesome and great job. Mm. So they have this really positive, positive, positive attitude. attitude, yeah, for with the kids, yeah. which is enjoyable, I think, for the kids. Also, they like offering tons of different activities for the kids. So I can see it uh, in uh, daycare where my daughter is. There is like a lot of activities going on every day. Uh, and she's a dynamic kid, so she loves it. Um, I feel that compared, yeah. for instance, Switzerland, I mean, it was really different. Maybe, you know, for the kids who are a bit shy and who need um, someone to cuddle and someone to hug and to stay close yeah. in contact with the 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 person uh, with the the, the teacher or anything maybe it's not perfect but for kids who are really dynamic and uh, like tons of activities it's a really great system i feel yeah yeah for sure she um it was easy for her to catch up uh, the language now she can speak she's uh, almost three she could speak uh, two languages and <laughs> that perfectly that we understand her yeah. but um also she could experience i don't know halloween thanksgiving all the different yeah, parties going on yeah. so it's also a cultural experience for me it's not only about the language it's also yeah. experiencing an, another culture i feel yeah, these holidays that we already always hear about, but it's difficult to relate to them until you've actually lived them in the U.S. and understands, I, f I feel, the, the real meaning and why it's so big. Yeah, and on top of holidays, I mean, they have fun days where, for instance, they have to wear, they call it pyjama day, pyjamas day. <laughs> so they have to dress up in pyjamas at daycare so I mean they ha <laughs> they are kind of cool and um, in the American uh, uh, way of uh, yeah of seeing the of doing activities and uh, and so on any of those activities or habits maybe that you think you want to continue uh, continue with her uh, if you leave later if you leave the US later we will leave the U.S. next year, and so we will uh, go back to Paris. And uh, we kind of found a French and English school, so a school where she can continue uh, learning English uh, fifty percent of the time. So this is something we want to uh, continue with her. Uh, in terms of activities, we'll see. But what I liked in the U.S. I feel that in France, maybe the the activities for the kids that will start, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it will start around the age of three. But here mm. you have so many options already for 18 month kids. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. You can have music class, uh, sports class, very different activities. I mean, she's enrolled now in a body school <laughs> and I think it starts it starts at two or even earlier. So everything oh, wow. uh, for the kids starts really early, which is great. 
but this is something that you will continue in France, but I think it was great to be in, in the US to start earlier, maybe, this kind of activity. Yeah, and help her open a bit her mind and be, be curious of Nina. Exactly, yeah. Nice. So what, um, what places in Chicago would you recommend having lived there for a year now? So I would say in terms of bars, uh, what I like in, uh, in Chicago is the rooftop bars that you can find. Yeah. There is one I, I'm thinking about is um, on top of the London House Tower, which is really uh, in the center of Chicago and you can see the river and the lake. So if you go on top of this tower, there is a, a nice rooftop bar. And there are many other rooftop uh, options for bars and restaurants, so it's pretty enjoyable in summer. <laughs> uh, in terms of restaurants, I like uh, a restaurant called Santa Monica Summer House, which is a restaurant okay. located in the this area called Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Park. Sorry, Lincoln Park area, and Lincoln Park is definitely maybe the most European. European part of Chicago. Why? Why so? Why so? Because so for that many uh, European people and um, expats and um, a lot of French expats there living there, okay. and also there are not so many uh, high towers. You have like more uh, houses, houses, houses that sometimes look like London houses. Okay. And you also have these European boutiques. Um, so you, it feels like Europe a bit more uh, compared to the to other parts of, Ch of Chicago. And it's a place where you have also a lot of nice restaurants. So you have Santa Monica, but you have a lot of uh, other options uh, in this uh, area. So it's also a place that is great for families. If you yeah. go with your family, I would definitely recommend looking at Lincoln Park uh, neighborhood. And um, yeah, I know that they have really good schools. Also, one school with a French section, or like they, you can go to the U.S. school, but at the same time you can continue uh, learning French for your kids. Hmm. So Lincoln Park is definitely a nice, uh, nice area to go to either living there or just uh, they have, I mean, Lincoln Park is also a park, <laughs> a giant park with a zoo and with uh, many activities going on in summer. So it's definitely great to walk to the park and to the neighborhood and go to the restaurants there and, um, and sometimes, uh, yeah, finding a, a house there is nice. <laughs> <laughs> The nice London houses. Yeah, exactly. For my carte blanche, I thought about a place that I like as a French. Uh, if you're a bit okay. homesick, I would say it's uh, Alliance Française, so the French Alliance, ah. and it's nice for the French community, but it's also nice for all the French-speaking communities. I would say. Yeah. You can go there. You will find a French library. Uh, you will find also many events going on around the French culture, like movie, I mean, open air movie, movies in the summer. 
There, there are also French cuisine classes organized by the Alliance. And uh, also for kids, you can have uh, French uh, courses. So if you, you're not French speaker, uh, but you would like your, your kids to learn French. So I really like this stage because people are really friendly. And uh, I like, um, I mean, when I miss friends, <laughs> I like going there also. Yeah. <laughs> I used to go to the French Alliance a lot in, uh, when I was in Dublin. It was also my go-to place when I was a bit homesick of, <laughs> I need a French book. I want to watch a French movie. That's where, that was my go-to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so you were saying at the end of the year, you're, you guys are going to move, uh, move back to Paris, right? Yeah. Yeah, we. I mean, my fellowship will stop, and um, we decided to go back to Paris. Yeah. Well, I guess it's also nice to to come back closer to family and friends, especially when you when you have a family. Your your child can grow up knowing a bit more their. Uh, their yeah, I think. Also. I think. It was quite clear from the beginning that it, we didn't want to stay too long in the U.S. Yeah. I think it became really clear that we needed to go back to France uh, with this COVID crisis. Yeah. In these times where now it's really, everything is uncertain. Now we are in the position where we cannot go back to France because yeah. our visa would not let, uh, allow us to come back to Chicago after. So even mm-hmm. for a trip, you know, um, we had so many visits planned for, for this summer and everything was cancelled. And then you realize that it's definitely great to be abroad and to enjoy a different culture and different life. But it's also uh, important to stay uh, close to your, your family and love your loved ones. I feel that when you have a kid also, for sure, um, you can find a babysitter, but it's also nice if the kid can... Uh, be close to uh, your your family and um, yeah. and your friends, definitely. Yeah, completely understand and agree. So before I wrap this up, I just have one last uh, question. So around your seven years, uh, seven to eight years abroad, do you have a song that would sort of represent one trip or the other or your experience in total? Yeah, I mean, I think there are many songs. <laughs> it was a hard question for me. Um, I chose a song by Neil Young called Heart of okay. Gold because this is a song that I like. And I went for the Montreux Jazz Festival. I saw Neil Young in concert uh, when I was in oh, Switzerland. Amazing. And, uh, and uh, yeah, Montreux Jazz Festival is really great. So this is a, a festival that I would recommend in Switzerland, definitely. And um, I really like this moment. So that's why, yeah, I chose this one. Okay. I will link it in the description so you guys can uh, can hear it. Great. Well, thank you so much for for joining. I... Yeah, I think you you covered a lot in terms of the lifestyles around Switzerland, the lifestyle also in the US that is a lot more fast paced, but in Chicago, you still find a little bit of the same, the same activities, things that you think about when you move uh, with a child versus moving 
moving alone there's this whole thing about planning and also well you're a bit like me you still want to be a bit closer to your to your family and uh, loved ones so I wish you all the best for your move back to France uh, later this year and thanks again for joining thank you very much for inviting me and uh, good luck with uh, your future podcast and uh, bye to everyone I thank you for listening. I will link all the bars, restaurants, and Gatte Blanche plus the song in the description. Uh, remember to follow on Instagram and stay tuned for the next episode.